Hello and welcome to part five of our Premier League podcast. We're looking at Aston Villa versus Sheffield and Wolves versus Man City. So first looking at Aston Villa versus Sheffield and that 1-0 win to Villa. What are we thinking for it? It's a good game for Villa to get the three points after being a week behind. Mm. I think that's the main thing I have to say for Villa on it. Uh, a little bit lucky. With the red card, maybe? Mm-hmm. I think I it's think a bit controversial. It's one of those games, even though, there's only one, uh, even though there's only one goal in the entire game, I still think this is one of the more dramatic games this weekend. Because there was obviously the red card, there was the mm. missed penalty. Yeah. There was a lot of things that happened. The, the red card, yeah. people are going to say it's debatable, but I think it is a clear and obvious red card. Even though, like obviously, the player didn't exactly even fall over. I know that's not what it takes to get a red card these days, but... Mm. He's got his hands round the defender to stop him from getting to the ball. In my opinion, it's no different to the Christensen red card against Liverpool. It is Liverpool. a very clear obstruction. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's a clear obstruction. It's just some people would say it's controversial. Most of them people being Sheffield United fans, but... <laughs> yeah. After yeah. saying that, it's karma for what happened last season, isn't it? Because if Sheffield United... No, it's the same team, isn't it? Same doesn't matter. Yeah, same team. <laughs> yeah, 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 my bad. It was nil-nil, though, last time, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it should have been one-nil um, to Sheffield United. Yeah. Villa so Park just isn't a happy hunting ground for Sheffield United, no, is it? No, it's not. Because um, if you go back to the last season in the Championship as well, when they fluffed the 3-0 lead with eight minutes left, and yeah. they finished 3-3, they just think, don't like going to, to Aston Villa. I think this goes back to what I said last week, to be fair. Are Sheffield going to miss Dean Henderson this much? And I think, I think we're starting to get... We're two games in, and I'm going to say, yeah. Mm. I, think we're, I think we're seeing them having that miss already. You look at, you can look at some positives for Villa, though. Bringing in Martinez. Um, it's a great buy. It's Brilliant. a great buy. It's a great... You can say it's a penalty missed, but it's a great penalty saved as well. Mm. Going back to the first podcast as well, um, I wouldn't say... I was laughed at, but I was questioned as to when I said Aston Villa have had one of the best transfer windows. I think you're seeing this now as well, aren't you? Because the goalkeeper made penalty save on his debut. Mm. They've still got Bertrand Traore to come in as well, haven't they? They've mm. already signed him. Uh, keeping Jack Grealish. Obviously. Keeping Grealish. Gre- Cash. Yeah. Keeping Grealish is from their, their main from thing. Please to be back. honest, you did have um, oh, just two come, just come back Matty, Forest players go against each other. You had Ben Osborne. For Sheffield United. I just want to point out as well, in the two squads, like the starting 11s and the 18s, there were six former Forest players combined. Jesus. There was, for Aston Villa, there was only uh, Matty Cash, but in the Sheffield United squad, there was Ben Osborne, like you said, Jack Robinson on the bench, there was Billy Sharp on the bench, there mm. was... Who else was there? There was... Um, give me a minute. Sheffield um, Yeah, Sheffield United, yeah. I can't remember who I've said and who I haven't. <laughs> You've said <laughs> David McGoldrick. David McGoldrick. McGoldrick, yeah. I was going to say, they've got to be a main the one. The other starting striker, I can't remember. Oliver Burke, that's it. Six former Forest players there. All I'm saying is, that's our academy for <laughs> Starting to bring out Premier League, but you can't get yourself in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really I, wish you, I wish you could swear on this podcast, man. <laughs> Ollie did earlier. Yeah. True. Um, did I? 
Arseholes. <laughs> oh no, I. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tired. I'm but not. that was about Oliver Hulk. He was an arsehole. <laughs> yeah, but on this, with the goal that they did let in for Villa, it's. I'm going to say it's poor defending because when you look at it, he was open on that back post. Came in, defender didn't track the run properly. He got up before him, headed it down, beat Ramsdale. It's one of those I just, goals. I just think Sheffield are not going to do anything near to what they did last year. Do you they think, overachieved last year. Do you think they could be a relegation candidate this no. season? There's... I think they're still going to stay up, but I think they need to They need to work it out quickly. I don't think... Whether it's a case of a new manager is a different question. I don't think changing the manager is a good thing for them. I just think they don't have that shock factor they did last year when they came in and they started winning. Against mm. bigger teams, I don't think anybody expected, and everyone but there was walked into those found games. Out. Do you think they've yes. found out? Yeah. But they were shutting teams out as well last year, and that was a lot of it was because Dean Henderson was having an amazing season for them. But you, he's not there again, this year. One player doesn't win. Who do, yes. who do they have in goal now? Uh, they've got uh, Ramsdale. Ramsdale. Yeah. You said oh, that oh, earlier. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at work. I'm sorry, boys. <laughs> um, I I just think Sheffield are just not going to do what they did last year at all, and. I don't think they're going to be relegation battle, but I think they're definitely going to be in the bottom five. Oh, but they're going to be, they're going to be safe bottom <clears throat> five. They're going to be like that. So there's going to be the, the the relegation candidates, and then there's going to be the ones that are safe. They're going to be the bottom of the ones that are safe. You're saying. Yeah. So essentially, like Brighton or Newcastle last season, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, mm. they're going to be down there, but they'll be safe down there. Yeah. Um, and then you've got. The big game of the weekend, you'd probably Portugal say. Portugal versus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wolves. So, Wolves Portugal won. Portugal Wanderers. <laughs> Wolves won, Man City 3. Now, I said last week that I thought City were going to come out and ruin Wolves here with a 5 0 or 5 1. Performance wise, now, they did. Yeah. To be fair. Performance wise, they did. And if Gabriel Jesus could actually shoot, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne would have had a hat trick of assists. Because the yes, Bruin was <laughs> the Bruin was amazing in this game. He, in in my opinion, there's no better midfielder still. What in world football? In world yeah, football, I agree with the, you. The Bruin is unreal, and in this game, re- he really showed this. And like I said, he would have had more assists in this game if some players could shoot. He's no Luke Freeman, though, is he? This is the main <laughs> reason. This just proves his quality, and the reason why he did get PFA last year. He. Definitely is there. He provides so much for them. And so with this game with the scoreline, compared to last season when they had two games against them where they lost both of them in the league, this is there. You're not doing this to us again. Mm. And this is at the Molyneux as well, which is, as we know, for a lot of teams, it is a very hard stadium to go to. Wolves have been solid there pretty much all of last year. They were solid. Um, they probably will be this year rather than this match. But yeah, but again, could it be a thing just like we spoke about Newcastle? Could it be a lack of fans? Possibly. Because they do have a big following, to be they fair. Uh, I'd, I'd just go by with what I said last week. Man City were going there to make a statement on Monday night. Mm. And I think they did. They didn't get the scoreline to show such a statement. But... So. They were playing in such a way they could have easily scored so much more. Mm. Yeah. And I, I don't think anyone can take it away from City. Yeah. Mm. What a game. Oh, that's the point, actually. Rui Patricio. 
You know, we were speaking as to why he's number 11. Oh, yeah. Number one. I actually found out the reason for this. So, one of their former goalkeepers, John Ruddy. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah, I know he, who he is. He, uh, I can't remember what it was, but he was diagnosed with some sort of leukaemia or something, which forced him to retire. So, they uh, retired the number one, se- the number one shirt. Have they? Yeah. I didn't know this. That's why he's number 11. It's a good reason to. The, yeah, that is a good reason. Better than Birmingham. He's, he's not your typical number 11, but. No, he's not. That's fair it's, enough. It's a better reason than Birmingham retiring number 22 for Jude Bellingham, though, isn't it? Yeah, I <laughs> I don't understand, understand like, hey, Jude, come on. <laughs> no. He's 17 years old, it's like. He was there for what? I'm not saying he was there for only half a season because he was probably there for for his. I think he was. Yeah, well. I think he was, he was only. He was only there for. He made his breakthrough year, and then that was it. He's gone. Yeah. It's not enough to retire the number. I think it's just the fact that he got money in the current period. To be fair. Well, but, possibly. Uh, I think there's not much more we can really say. I think with the Man City Wars, it just went exactly where we Him thought it would. Scoring again, like. Yeah, I still think he's the best player outside of the top six teams. Striker, he is definitely up, easily up there. He is a world class. Yeah, striker. Really to be fair, City him. did fall asleep on that goal. I'm saying that there is Danny Ings actually, who's outside the top six in there. I'd probably say yeah. he's outside the top ten. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I don't think there's more we can say on that bit. City are going to do wonders again this year, and I think, I think they will win the league this year. Mm. They've gone out with a statement straight away. Mm. They'll definitely challenge for it. 100%. Right, I think that's the end of that bit and we'll get to the next recording where we speak about what we predict for next week's fixtures. This is my favourite. Speak to you then. (laughs)